0: I was going to clean my room until I got high. I was going to get up and find the broom, but then I got high. My room's still messed up and I know why. Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I got high. <laughs> I'm done. That's all I have. It's great. It's Jade's <laughs> hymn. That's like your hymn of the church. <laughs> yes it is and today is 420 technically as we record. Absolutely. Praise the Lord nigga. My... Praise the praise the Lord nigga. They talk is, about 420. This is
1: your happy holiday. So happy holiday to you. Thank um you, and we also have our an
0: esteemed guest, our colleague
1: is here to join us for some rich discussion. Everyone put your black hands together and welcome our uh, our brother Dustin Ross uh, to the kitchen table. Why don't you? Yes. <clears throat>
2: Optimistic! I'm trying to sing like Ann Nesbitt. Hey, let me tell you something else just for y'all even get started in them comments. She said esteemed steam guest, not steam pressed. So don't get me fucked up. Don't get it twisted, okay? Don't get it twisted. Don't misuse.
1: <laughs> oh, we're going to have that
2: kind of day. Oh, I love it. A wang dang. dang. A wang doodle. dang
0: doodle. I need it. A I party, need it. Hardy, hearty,
1: hearty. We're going to have a higher time in the Lord. How's everybody doing, man? Welcome to Getting Grown. Where we discuss the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in adulthood, mm-hmm. um, and we discuss the tests of trials, the twists, temp- the, the twists and turns, the temptations, and the taxes that you have until July fifteenth to file of being a real life adult <laughs> in the year of our Lord twenty twenty. No Barbara Walters.
0: All right. Hey. Ooh, no anybody. No Barbara. How Walters. How are you all?
1: I, you know, we are. It's, it's 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 It is what it is. We're just happy to be alive and well and breathing clearly yep that's it Mm -hmm. my (laughs) breath is not short everybody thank God if your breath is still tall out
2: this bitch
0: yes hey (laughs) Hey.
1: (laughs) no disrespect at all we're praying for anyone who's impacted by this
2: right exactly
1: um so hello y'all yeah so how are you Dustin tell us how you're doing
2: Um, I'm chilling at the crib. I think we all pretty much doing about the same way. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know what I am. Instead of being negative and focusing on all this shit that everybody's tired of hearing about, let's talk about the positive. So the good thing about being on quarantine is that I've had so much time to focus in and hone on work. Mm -hmm. Creatively, you know, I feel like I'm just a a vessel of, of... Um, just energy right now and it's just really coming out. And so I'm so grateful for that. And also to really have the time to work on some things that I had kind of put on the back burner, (laughs) I can kind of move them to the front. So I'm very excited about that. Um, Also talked about this a little bit on the friend zone, but I feel like it also has a home here on getting grown. Mm -hmm. This is the time to all the people. If you have ever been told or felt like your food was nasty, listen. This is the time to get in the kitchen and sharpen your blade. That's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing open but the damn grocery store. <laughs> get in there. If you if your macaroni it's her the macaroni soggy, yeah, the peas are mushy, and the chicken tastes like wood, <laughs> if that applies. Now is the time to, you know, try to put all that back together, that's okay?
1: It. I mean, it's a time of trial and error.
2: It's a time oh for okay? you God. to
1: get in there and build now the science got your way into into
0: delightful, delicious meals. And because I don't mind helping you with that.
2: That's it. We got an in-house shiz mm-hmm. And Kia, mm-hmm. what the song say you got to sweep around whose front door? Your own. Thank you. Get the broom. <laughs> that get must, the broom. That
0: must be a gospel song because I have no clue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. Tell the mm-hmm. people how you're doing. Oh, you know, you know, I'm just grateful to be breathing. That's about it. <laughs> That's I'm okay. just gonna leave it right there. I'm not even gonna be negative. That's enough. I'm putting on some deodorant right now. No Smell way. like lavender. Lavender. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of last night. <laughs> hey
3: hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> where were, what's the, where what's, the like
2: what's the run Kia? What's the run hey. Hey, hey. <laughs>
1: Oh, we're gonna have a good time. All right. We're gonna hang out with Dustin. Um, um, he's gonna kick it with us this show. We're gonna scoot over into the trash and then we're gonna head over to the kitchen table because we're gonna talk since we're all since we're all home and taking advantage of our uh Wi Fi and cable services, it we're gonna talk T V at the kitchen table with Dustin Ross. There's quite a few things um in the area of programming that we have to mm-hmm. discuss and unpack. Um and we're just excited to have Dustin here with his insights all right so we're gonna scoot over to the trash and then we're gonna uh, move forward with the rest of our program
0: oh let's do it we're gonna keep the trash brief since our kitchen table talk is also lots of tv pop culture Mm -hmm. and things like that so uh quickly some some um some some nice things the WNBA honored Gigi and her Mamba teammates yes, as awesome. honorary 2020 draft picks. So I thought that was really nice. You know, they it. we do. They continue to, you know, they continue to honor them, and I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um Your Orange Asshole wants to reopen America.
1: <sighs> I mean, just immune systems be damned, okay? We just we are,
0: starting with
1: <laughs> We don't have any We just have, we are just Le- literally walking through this whole country by ourselves. We're just not being led. <laughs> no, we have. No. We Florida's all finna
0: fluttering. be looking like
2: everybody finna look like Lot's wife by the time this all <laughs> over. <here. laughs> A reference I
1: understand. Ooh, there you Jesus, go. Jesus. <laughs> we are just, I don't even really like. It's really something to to watch. You know how people are just. I, I'm more fascinated by the amount of people who are in agreement, like people who are.
0: I'm not. Do you look at the people who are oh, in that's agreement? that's true. <laughs> like, did you guys Let me did... tell
2: you something. Girl, I'm sorry. I didn't mm-hmm. mean to cut no, no, you no. off. I know it's three, not two today. No, I'm so good. sorry. <laughs> no need
1: to apologize. But I was going but to ask I... if, you saw, um, if you saw the... the. I don't know how true it is, but they're saying that if you go to these protests or these rallies, that there's some sort of waiver that you have to sign That saying that if you, in fact, get COVID, that you're, like, waiving healthcare or like you know like you can't be at the rally starting all this mess and then just uh um hey hey Noah <laughs> say hi say hi hi hi
2: <laughs>
0: oh hey Noah <laughs> I
3: just said hi to you <laughs> oh, oh Noah <laughs> all right go on with
0: your life go go uh, 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 uh. go go uh, go please hi, i'm working huh Yes, you can. No, go clean your room and then you can play. I I already told you, go clean the room.
3: Mommy, I'm I'm, Jay.
0: Spit it out. She can't come up with a lie that quick. She can. (laughs) Um,
3: I clear things out of the way. That's not cleaning up. But mommy, you
0: know what? Honestly, I don't even care. Listen to this real life parenting thing. Just go play. Go play. Just, just go play. Just go. Just Just close my door. that's right. Re- yes.
2: <laughs> My girl, oh. ambitious, <laughs> driven, focused, follow through execution. A communicator. She oh, I is. love it. She
1: led with a rationale as to why mm-hmm. she wanted to play. And what that was strategy,
0: kids. honey. Strategy. Listen, I let her rock because, you know, I know, I know how our parents raised us and I let her rock <laughs> a little bit more and let her get her words out and things as long as she don't cross the line. So,
1: yes, we love to see it. I mean, but um yeah. anyway, continue so please. they were saying that I'd heard, I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but they were saying that essentially if you out kicking up kicking up shit at the rally and then you catch the coronavirus, you're essentially waiving your health care. You <laughs> you you saying well, good. it's fine. If I get the virus, I'm just going to go home and 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 die.
2: There cannot be. This is for me, like personal preference. Right. There could not be a well, uh, a more well curated group of people to assemble in a large group right now in these times of pandemic. Uh, than those people who would do something like that. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. I hope that they all have a group hug and do the swag surf. (laughs) Offbeat. Offbeat.
0: I hope they kiss in the mouth. I hope they lick each other in the eyeballs. Like, I really do. Do it all. And I love how it's the people who scream, uh, you know, who scream when people were kneeling and whatnot. It's those people who, you know, they're like, oh, you don't support the troops. You're disrespectful. You're blah, blah, blah. Y'all don't give a fuck about humans, though, period. Y'all don't care about nobody. You don't care about the healthcare workers who are putting their lives at risk every day. Healthcare workers are dying all over the place and getting sick and you all don't care.
3: Straight like
0: that. So we don't care about you. Everybody lick each other. <clears throat> I want you all to just do what you need to do. Bye bitch.
1: <laughs> we going to be at the house washing our hands and thinking on um, the cinnamon That's girls. It. We're in That's it. Worrying about the cinnamon girls. That's what we're gonna be doing. Going to the supermarket and pricing, every 10 days. <laughs> and pricing your property.
2: And pricing your property while you playing. why these interest
1: rates Brody's
0: interest rates are low. Okay. Shoe fly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um two of those people yeah, on the young side of things got expelled from high school in Carrollton, Georgia. Oh, I did see that. For I'm sure everybody saw that for their racist TikTok. Yes, indeed. Uh, Did you
1: see the response? Well, so so after they got expelled, old mm-hmm. girl turned to Jesus Christ and started posting her prayers and how the Lord had forgiven her and she was just praying for the world to forgive her as well. Um, and she was just going to focus on you know spreading the <laughs> love of God until mm-hmm. <laughs> until <laughs> you, <laughs> you you blacks. <laughs> uh you blacks called the college that she was recently admitted to and got that mm-hmm. uh admission rescinded <laughs> and hmm. um then she went back to i can't stand black people you guys mm-hmm. are useless so it was a it's of course it's, she pivoted and then pivoted back so <laughs> she did a full 360 and it's right Dead. back to the racism that she started with so you
0: know it's fine it's- she, she likes to say nobody had daddies. None of us
3: have yeah,
1: fathers. Yeah, yeah. And now she's going to be the one greeting us when we enter the Walmart. So we'll see you soon, sis.
2: We'll see you soon. Bye, Tommy Lowry. Right. Bye.
0: <laughs> Bye, Blue Vest. God bless.
2: Right. Bye, Tiger King. Goodbye. Bye. It's <laughs> a bad month for the word Carol. Carol Baskin. Oh, Carolton. Carol. Oh, this is just Carol. <laughs>
0: That bitch Carol Baskin. That bitch Carol Baskin. They
2: remember they did the montage. Carol Baskin, Carol Baskin, Carol Baskin. Carol
0: Baskin, Carol Baskin. That's it for our trash, actually, all right. uh, because all the other things we're going to discuss in the kitchen table talk.
1: Amen. So, so let's
0: move on to a very quick shout out. Okey doke. My sister's popping right now, like. So our shout out this week is actually Michael Che. I wanted to shout Michael Che out because Michael Che lost his grandmother to COVID, and um, he he paid the rent of 160 people who lived in her NYCHA building. So I thought that was really nice. He was talking about how, you know, it's not fair that people who are living in public assistance especially are expected to pay rent right now and pay to have shelter in a time like this. So he wanted to make sure everybody was set for the month. So he paid the rent for everybody who was in his grandmother's building, and I thought that was beautiful. So I wanted to shout him out this week.
1: Shout out to you, Michael. I also saw that on the interwebs and retweeted it. This is the kind of things that we love to see.
0: We love to see it. This
1: is what we need. This is this is when the real niggas stand up.
0: Absolutely. So shout out to shout out to all of you all, but shout out to Michael first, Che this first week. First
1: responders, people who are. You know neighbors doing things for elderly people um mm-hmm. you know people with health issues or even just being nice and, and friendly to just anybody because these are these are the times they're stressful times for us all so shout out
0: shout to- out to everybody wearing masks yes. gloves not protesting right. all of you guys
1: giving giving <laughs> a damn about yourself and other people we thank speak you <laughs> all right to the table <laughs>
0: Whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to, not what your roommates or your neighbors or your child or your other is playing. So check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of other premium wireless brands, and they sound just as amazing. Their newest model, the everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable, perfect for conference calls or binging podcasts, hint, hint. They're both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems to distract anyone. The company was co-founded by Ray J and other celebrities like Snoop, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, Brandy, J.R. Smith. All of them are obsessed with Raycon's. Pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Let me tell you all why Raycon is such a game changer for your girl. You all know that I'm moving around the kitchen all day, every day during this, right? We have, I have to prep for the family. And then on top of that, I've got to work on my content. My earbuds allow me to prep without my cord getting all stuck on handles of drawers and yanking me all back or snatching out of my phone. And I'm worried about if it broke something. They're the Perfect thing to have in the house, or when you have multiple people and we're all we're all inside right now. This is where we need to be, right? So being able to have some earbuds so you can tune out the noise and have some space to yourself for a second, Raycon earbuds are it. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash grown. That's buyraycon.com slash grown for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buy Raycon com grown
1: all right gather your remote controls ladies and gentlemen we are going into tv land um and i don't really know where to start because there's just so much um i want to actually kind of if we can backtrack because i had not had a chance to re uh, recount with my brother his thoughts or you jay really well we talked a little bit about it but jay we have to, i mean dustin let's let's quickly um get your thoughts on the clark sisters lifetime movie
2: okay hey you know um any, anything in particular do you just want um, a, a take
1: i would just just we'll start with the take and if i have if we have any further mm-hmm. questions we can just expound from there
2: okay so first of all i was much like um olivia's daddy in the color purple baby olivia mm-hmm. i was so pleased <laughs> with the color with uh, the clark sisters <laughs> film first ladies of gospel y'all know that I am from Flint, Michigan. And I also lived in downtown Detroit for many years. I've been in and out of Detroit, many family members there. So it was a bit of a, um, personal experience for me to watch this film. Um, getting people in the gospel music industry to open up about their quote unquote business in general is a huge feat Um, especially women of a certain age, men of a certain age, black gospel people of a certain age so the fact that the Clark Sisters opened the door and let us peek in that much I feel like we as an audience were blessed and highly (laughs) favored. (laughs) Okay. Um, So it was good. The singing was all good. The performances were good, especially on Janae Ellis, who played no games as Dr. Maddie Moss Clark. That's a performance that is going to be um, basically a turn this film into a cult classic because there's a group of black people who this film will continue to recycle Mm. through their family for generations and generations as something that we value. Um, it's automatically entered into the league of great black films and coveted black films mm-hmm. that we watch and respect so i'm i was so pleased what did i laugh at every <laughs> single one of dr Mighty moss's lines <laughs> and one of my favorite and also honorable mention jackie whose name is spelled j-a-c-k-y <laughs> so i feel like you're supposed to say it hard and direct like that jackie, jackie. <laughs> Jack, J-A-C-K-Y so Jackie had some lines too in the film especially when they were in the kitchen uh, berating <laughs> j- uh, berating yeah. okay, mm-hmm. Twinkie for her stupid behind getting that Lincoln and if there's ever been a stinking Lincoln that was the one but when they were berating her and Twinkie and uh, ja- Jackie said see that's why I kept my nursing Nursin job messing around with Twinkie when she said <laughs> messing around with Twinkie
1: <laughs> she said I'm always gonna get a check
3: Okay. <laughs> that's it, Jackie.
1: That's it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, I'm we moved.
1: love to see it. Um, I thought my favorite line is uh outside of Dr. Dr. Clark's funeral where Karen got what got Denise. Is she have you lost your mind? <laughs> have you lost your mind? That was mm-hmm. really the part where that blessed me uh very much. So uh we love to see it. We talked about it. It's really it was really as a church kid, it was lots of nostalgia. I think we there's lots of you know I've I've seen us unpack lots of commentary about uh, all the think pieces about all of the trauma and things that are related with the church and things like that. All that yeah, stuff but we is don't true, care about right? all that. All that stuff we watching is the true. Clark sisters, right? But this yeah. we I mean, just for what it is, um, the Clark sisters is, is definitely one of the first. Uh, gospel groups to really cross over into mainstream and really garner that respect of both worlds and they are uh, well beyond deserving of a biopic so it was just a good time. Um,
2: Also interestingly enough um, Kiara Sheard is the actor who portrayed her mom Karen and she mm -hmm. delivered that line that you just referenced about have you lost your mind and interestingly enough she lost hers this week. Uh I
3: knew this was coming. She She, she did.
2: Yeah. I hope I'm not jumping ahead too far but but she definitely um did an interview with Jason Lee of Hollywood Unlocked and she he asked her if she felt that the gay community, quote unquote, and you can populate that umbrella as you wish. But she he asked her if the gay community should forgive Kim Burrell. We all know Kim Burrell, we all know her works, <laughs> and we know what she's done and said. And so um she said Kiera responded that yes, she feels the gay community should forgive Kim Burrell because look at the people around her. There's uh, there's there's gay people that do her hair and makeup oh, and nails Kiki. and, and nah. uh, wipe her ass and uh, blow her nose oh, and every Kiki. clip her toenails. And she said that that means there must be some sort of love there. Kiki. She said and, and and also, you know, we have to consider that she was speaking to the people in her church. She said, and that's just like if my mama tells me something in my house, that's for our house, not for the world outside. And since <sighs> gay people, then this is really the um, kicker. I've had never seen such miscellaneous conversation in my life but she or such a miscellaneous take I should say she also said uh, well the gay community they have a way for equality too and that equality means love and forgiveness Mm.
0: okay so I knew,
2: I did not watch the
1: interview, but when I saw a link, it came across my timeline on Twitter and I knew immediately before pressing cl- uh, the link, before pressing play, I knew, I said, Kiki, I knew that that was going to happen Cause, and I, Kiki walked right into that, um, and I knew she was going to not be able to... I knew she was going to answer the question. I knew she was going to get that question from Jason Lee. And I knew that she was going to answer it just like that. So none of this is surprising to me.
2: Um, it's just stupid. It is. I mean, but for I someone who's releasing an album that same week it was, and mm-hmm. who's coming off the heels of things, a wildly successful terrible. movie. Like, what are you doing, Kiera Furthermore, you from Detroit. I just told y'all where I'm from. I know what you've seen. I know what you've been exposed to. I also, like I said, I'm from there, so I know the talk surrounding your entire family. My Lord Okay, today. so so this is just not the best thing for you to say in that space. And while I don't think that Kiara Sheard is a bad person by any means, because I actually love her voice and her music, mm-hmm. I think that this is an ass-whipping that she needs because <laughs> she needs to learn a lesson from this. You can't rest on the laurels of... Uh, and, and assumed respect or an assumed reverence because of your holiness. Mm-hmm. People don't give a damn about that unless <laughs> they give a damn about that. Right. And They will get your ass right where you need to be. And this is the wake up call and the shake up call Agreed. that she needs. So Agreed.
1: Well, uh, it came, I came in, it was a very, it was very timely. I agree with you, Dustin. I think that, that this is, this is conversation that lots of people in Kiki's position and others, other similar spaces they try to shirk. Yes. They try to talk around this. They don't want to get at it and directly, you know, say say what they say. You know what I'm saying? Say what they mean, mm-hmm. mean what they say, or, and take responsibility for their words and actions. So I do feel like these kinds of kind of call out and come to Jesus moments um, are proved to be valuable and rich learning experiences for for um the church babies. Amen. There's I one more important point
2: that I think we need to make for context purposes for listeners who may be new to certain parts of this story. Mm-hmm. Um the the disdain that the quote unquote gay community which we ain't even going to get started on that. But the fact that they that um, the gay community has a disdain for Kim um, Burrell is not something that is rooted in a frivolous right. um, slip of the tongue or something that is, you know, it's very um, common today for people to take things kind of to the extreme when it comes to policing language and things mm-hmm. like that. And although that harshness is necessary because of that's how much
3: mm-hmm. unlearning
2: and reworking we have to do it can be a bit burdensome when people have good intentions. And I understand that, Mm -hmm. but this is not a scenario where Kim Burrell was victim to, or not victim to, but where she was connected to anything extreme in that nature. She is the one who displayed the things of extreme nature in her speech. We're talking about a person who has literally said in um, sermon that, you know, uh, when she names qualities that, or I shouldn't say qualities, when she names, um, character traits that her mate or Jesus or whoever she's speaking to does not have. She literally says, He ain't crazy. He ain't gay. He ain't violent. Then she literally stands in the pulpit and says, uh she 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 uh blows off the quote unquote LGBT and says she don't know what that means. For all she knows hmm. that means let God be true quickly. Hmm. She speaks I'm sorry so, what?
0: she made an acronym, yeah, up? She made yeah, an yeah, acronym let
2: God up. be true quickly. <laughs> Which is hilarious, but she wasn't trying to be funny. She was trying to be nasty. Oh, I know she was. So I just want people to understand that. And those are just two very surface level um, examples. If anyone needs further points of reference, all Google is your friend, and it's all there laid out plainly, plainly for everyone to see. Her views, and that's why she keep falling. God will take your knees
3: <laughs> when you talk <laughs> to <the> gay
2: people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <You have to, laughs> there's
1: just a lot there's just a lot a lot that we have to do and i'm so glad that you said that uh with um in terms of like the unlearning um yeah. and and just kind of the basic fundamentals of having productive conversation um
0: yes. about anything yes, so i
1: think absolutely. i think that that you know there's a lot that that we have to learn and unlearn about this so uh shout out to Kiki um good luck to her uh e-
0: even though you know even though <laughs> Hopefully she learned her. Le- Hopefully she took. She got the takeaway that she needed to. She. Needed. I have
1: not quite. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention all that much. Uh, but I don't know if the if the if the people have been dragging her. Um. Yeah. Have, we have. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you lost your mind? <laughs> I said,
2: have you lost yours, Kiki? I said, and while you talking about forgiveness, since we sharing, My y'all need to God. forgive Denise. There's so
1: much there because you know. I mean. You know anyway, you anyway know, you know being um from that area that I don't even know if the if the movie the movie absolutely captures that that divide in that family, but it you runs know, but so deep and it is literally decades old. Um, and it's unresolved to this day. Yeah. Which I think And
2: now also generations. This is deep.
1: what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it is to me, that was one of the things that I was kinda uncomfortable with. Not in mm-hmm. the I was uncomfortable with uh because I felt like what would it what what, what must have been like for someone like Kiara to who plays her mom mm-hmm. to uh kind of be in that in that dynamic,
0: right? To like quote unquote interact. Right. Right. With with the auntie she don't have a relationship. Exactly.
1: Like, I feel like what Mm -hmm. that must what that must do for a family dynamic off screen. Right. So we understand it for the purposes of the movie. But like, you know how if if I had to be my mom, if I had to literally play out my mama's beef with her sibling, what would that
0: do for my relationship with those siblings With, with, with my aunts and uncles?
1: So, I mean, it's just a lot there. But again, that
0: and, and, and if I played my mother just scenes like, you know. Yeah. If I had to with my father, yeah, I just I don't, don't know how don't know. it just I don't know how I feel about that. That's just me personally, <laughs> but you know, I don't know how I would feel doing that. Okay.
1: <laughs> Where there's so many there's so many places for us to go. So I'm going to segue um into a slightly different direction, but still singing. mass singer, the mass singer. Y'all been keeping up with the mass
2: singer? <laughs> only the, the night angels, angels performances.
1: Only the night angels performances. And I just wonder like this season, I don't know. I don't feel like we have had the heavy hitters that we've had in th- prior seasons. Like I think vocally. that's why I fell off a little bit. Okay, yeah. So, I, uh. I mean, we've had. I mean, some people we had. We've had like you know we know Shaka and Dion mm-hmm. are going on to be with the Lord, but um, <laughs> but um, I'm talking about of the remaining characters. It's really something when Candy Burris is leading the pack. It's but. As a yeah. shout out to candy i mean flying shout out
2: Butter, flying above some of the some of the choices that she's been given some of the song choices she really has done well with agreed i think she did good with shout Agreed. i think she did good with um let me think what was it she just sang it the other week was it the blondie song or it was something she sang but it was good oh so it was shania twain <laughs>
1: yes i was going to give her i was going to say that one because that i enjoyed that um Left a few a few moments in that where I kind of was like, uh, but but yeah. for the most part, um, I enjoyed. uh <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
3: totally baby. scotch short skirts. I wanna
0: be free feel the way I feel.
1: I like lo- a shot was amazing. The first mm-hmm. her first performance.
2: Oh, million reasons by Gaga. Mm-hmm. Candy laid that. Yeah. candy laid that to rest candy did did her thing on million reasons by lady gaga she did and it was so funny kia and jade is that her posturing and gesturing is so candy Burrs when she's in that costume (laughs) the way she she stands and her 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 everything about her including her voice is so candy (laughs) Burrs.
1: it's literally unmistakable um
0: how did you feel about jordan
1: woods in the kangaroo (laughs) that's who that was yes and she announced recently via social media that she's going to be releasing a project by the end of the year
0: that's why she was talking about all them hardships and all this this and this that i was like who the hell is this i thought it was iggy azalea (laughs) (laughs) I,
2: i didn't know who the hell that
0: was i for
1: a moment thought it was jordan sparks for a brief moment
2: I thought it was Jumpman 23, but the point is, <laughs> like, I, like you know, uh, if she's going to do it, do it. I say, Jordan, you didn't sound bad enough for me to immediately say, you know, hell no, yeah. she's lost her mind. And there's so many people in the music space who I think she probably is a better vocalist than mm-hmm. with the right training, with the right, and she will have access to the right production teams because of her profile. So I say, come on, let me see. Come on, Jordan. Let's see what you got. Come on. Get, 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 give me what you got.
1: (laughs) Okay. So let me ask you this. Who do you think is the frog? Because everyone keeps saying it's Bow Wow. I don't know that I believe that Shad Moss can sing.
2: I haven't watched any of the performances outside of the Night Angel and one of the kangaroos. Okay.
1: Well, then we will. Um,
2: so I'm so sorry. I wish I could it's opine, fine. but it's fine. if it, if they think it's Bow Wow, it ain't him because he lied about everything anyway. So he probably <laughs> he's probably lying, sure lying about does.
1: that too. Agree. Uh, I kind of feel like it's Alfonso Ribeiro. I think it's Carlton, but um.
3: Oh. But
1: we can. We can. It comes on this week. Last week, they and hit- he could
2: actually sing, yes. Alfonso Ribeiro. They
1: did like a single. They did a sing along this past week where we can like they had like the you know bouncing head and the lyrics, which was the way. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I was like, come on, get to it, get one of them out of here. <laughs> but, um, right. but uh, you know, hopefully this week they kick somebody off. Okay, we'll skate right on into um, um, insecure. Did you guys watch it? In- mm. Yes.
0: Yes. I did. There's one I can chime in all on. All
1: right, <laughs> all right. Um, I just want to say that I am enjoying TSA Bay. I just, I just.
0: TSA Bay TSA is a treat Bay
1: and a joy, a gift. He just
2: with a booty button. He just keeps booty
1: button. on giving the booty button. I just keeps on giving. It just keeps on giving.
0: I think my, my biggest takeaway from that is I was trying to figure out, and this I, I have no, n- there's no shame with ass play. I don't care. <laughs> but I, I just was trying to figure out the logistics.
3: <laughs> right, of, because <laughs> the reach
0: around. You know, TSA Bay is not, you know, and that's, I'm not shaming. I'm just like, you know, a big I boy. Mean, I can appreciate let it. Let me I tell was you trying some. to figure out the logistics of a missionary and a, you know.
2: Bzz. I didn't hurt your arms being too short to box <laughs> with God. <laughs> But I think we got a new marker, y'all.
3: <laughs> Issa's arms are long enough, okay? Her arms okay. are not
1: too short to push the booty
3: button, okay?
2: Stretch Armstrong, the Incredibles ass. You gotta...
1: <laughs> she had Inspector Gadget old arm out right right Okay,
0: slanky here. dog arms. Hell yeah, Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we love to see it. We love to see it. Okay, TSA, babe, just jump right in, guys. Condola and Lawrence... I mean, Condola and Issa's budding friendship. Do we have thoughts so. about that?
0: I I appreciate the fact of how, you know, how they were able to kind of get past that awkward moment. And Issa just kind of came out with it. And she was like, I don't want things to be weird with us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they should end their friendship just because of that. Neither one of them have done anything wrong. Agreed. And you all are working well together. So it doesn't make any sense for you to cut ties just because, you know, an unforeseen circumstance has entered. Because niggas come and go. Candola and Lawrence ain't married with a, with a family. Agreed.
1: And I feel like it can work if they maintain um, sort of like a, a collegial kind of professional based relationship, even though I feel like they are venturing into um, you know, that's my sis territory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I think yeah, I agree. I, but with that being said I agree that I think that you know, the bag is secure as far as the black party and they have this good working relationship Um, Mm -hmm. and I see that it doesn't bother anybody, but I I could also see how Lawrence would feel would be concerned
0: yeah, I can, No, well I can I definitely see how he's concerned, you know what I'm saying, and he was trying to find the most diplomatic way to handle it, he's like, I care about Issa, so I'm not trying to come out of you know, come out of pocket with her and be like you know, say the fuck out, to keep my name out your mouth he's like, but at the same time I can understand how it's weird for him so he was trying to figure out the best way to handle that um, I do foresee a, a fuck in the future. Between
1: Issa and Lawrence? Yes, I, I do see I, I, I would, it, it wouldn't be insecure if that didn't happen.
0: No, it happens. I, I also see her so. being pregnant and not figure and not being able to figure out who the daddy is.
1: Ooh, because when that condom went missing, <laughs> I was like yeah.
2: my <laughs> gracious. Um so here I I think Issa need to beat Condola ass. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Whoop her ass just oh off my God. GP. <laughs> because it's just too close for comfort that's an automatic fight and you know that energy like y'all you just gotta beat her ass and get her away from after the block party before all that but i will say this though in all seriousness in adult life i met somebody who dated my ex Mm -hmm. and we cool you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying like And and not only that, I think it's easy for us to be cool because, number one, that was not in any way, kind of like in the same way that Issa and Condola ran across each other. Like, it was not in in any way. It wasn't a part of the puzzle as far as our connection or us meeting. Beyond all that, the motherfucker is super-duper cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it just so happened that, like, that was one of the things that we ended up learning that we had in common. And it was so funny because... That's just it. Now, I just told them, I was like, I just want you to know, like, this has nothing to do with that. And I don't feel like we ever need to talk about that person, like, whatsoever. We literally don't ever bring it up. And there's never been a moment where I've had to stifle the desire to bring the person up. It just literally don't exist. So that's just, it just so happens that, you know... That is something that we share in common. It works. <laughs> that that I have
0: a um I I have an ex boyfriend from when I was like seventeen. That so your mm-hmm. your children then that don't count. And there was a a friend of mine. We were all friends at the time, but obviously he and I were a couple. And she and him ended up getting married years and years and years down the line, had a family, all of that. And me, we're still cool to this day. You know what I'm saying? We don't have any, I'm like, I was a child then. We're grown now. Like, why am I going? I don't have a grudge against that. That doesn't make any sense. And the only thing, my Issa Condola moment, I guess, which we've never had any awkwardness, but it was one time we were on the phone recently and they've got like a nine-year-old. So it was one time we were on the phone recently and I was like, did you tell uh did you tell your child? And she can't have the child come in, introduce himself to me over to FaceTime. She was like, This is mommy's friend, blah, 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 blah. I said, Did you tell him that's daddy's ex-girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> but we laugh about it. You know what I'm it saying? It would be you. It would you know be you. <laughs> we laugh about it. We just and we cracked up and then that was it. It was a joke. I didn't expect her to really tell him that. But you know, I don't think it's that big of a deal, honestly. it ain't it ain't, it ain't no tea, it ain't no shade.
2: But Issa still love Lawrence, and she should, because Lawrence is a good man, and they good for each other. So she needs to whoop Condola ass <laughs> to kind of really
3: Stop it. to to
2: to definitely like sever the ties of the of the relationship. Like they need a reason to absolute. They got a reason to hate each other, but they need something that reads on paper. Mm-hmm. So they need to fight. You need to just <laughs> you need to pull her hair and beat her ass. That's what you need to do.
1: That's it. So That's it. do you think that Molly is is? Rightfully uh, leery, or is Molly just hating?
0: I think Molly is hating because I think Molly is a hater.
1: Agreed.
2: Molly is a hater who happens to be right about this one. <laughs> this That's is, what it it's all,
1: is. It's all
0: coincidence.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: I don't I don't know. I don't get bad vibes from Condola. I I yes see you her. Do. No. <laughs> why is I, why are you so pressed, hate Condola? I don't know. Cuz
2: Condola need to go in a gondola.
1: <laughs> shut up, <laughs> Dustin. I feel like okay, so I I just I'm just not in the space where I don't put anything past anyone and I feel like insecurity has gotten us before with with the true with plot twist. So I True. It would be interesting to me if you know somehow some way uh you know we get to see a side of condola um that that we've not yet seen um i
0: wouldn't be surprised because people surprise you every day with their bullshit but i also initially i don't get the i don't get those i don't get nasty vibes from her you know what i'm saying I i don't get messy vibes from her she seems like she's also awkwardly trying to handle the situation the best way and i think they're both confused and it's like it's a situation that nobody really expected them to be, that they didn't expect to be in. Fair.
2: But fuck Chad all that because, was right. Fuck oh. all that because the weekend trip came up from Condola when they was walking down the street. Same. What you doing this weekend? Mm-hmm. Bitch, you know I used to go with Lawrence. Why would you even tell me you was going out of <laughs> town? Or even or even steer the conversation in the direction that would go there. Fuck I'm you, Condola. You with your dirty <laughs> ass. It's,
1: it's, it's There's potential there. And you know how some women don't miss an occasion like you know what I'm saying, some women get get a rise, uh, you know what I'm saying. Like it really just gives, it really says, it makes the lips, lip gloss pop when they feel mm-hmm. like you know, oh I'm fucking your nigga, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I could totally see Condola at some point hitting Is- hitting Issa mm-hmm. with the um oh so you was but I am and like you know I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm. I the don't only thing that
0: gave me a bit of a red flag, like a teeny teeny one, maybe like slightly orange terracotta, <laughs> um, <laughs> was when she said, "Oh, she said she was going out of town." She go, "Oh, I'm sorry. Is that weird for you?" See, beat her. That ass. was the only <laughs> thing. <laughs> it
3: was like you know.
0: It's that was the only thing. But then it also could be the same thing when Issa was talking about Lawrence and the mayonnaise and the French fries, where it's like I'm just. This is my life, and I'm not. I can't hide parts of it if we're gonna be friends. That was payback.
1: But though. Issa, Issa <laughs> Let's not forget that Condola left Issa's, um, the mixer and went straight to the house and didn't say nothing. I felt that that was that had some like you know vindication. Thank on you. It. Like she, thank you. She, was she? She literally like I'm getting ready to go over here and wear this nigga out just because I can. Like I just I felt like that had
0: some of that on it. Um, so, so many
2: pissed. reasons to whoop her ass. <laughs> like, so many reasons.
3: That's
0: Chad nice. was right, though. Chad said you don't... He said you should have... He said if you're going to take somebody home from the baby shower, it needs to be the caterer. That's the
3: caterer. <laughs> for the not culture, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: And I'm not going home love, with Lawrence I and his new white love. wife. <laughs> he, but, his, uh, I, he's so <laughs>
1: problematic, but he he gives me my laugh and things. I
0: every episode oh my
1: gosh i was i was glad to see him when he came on the screen i was like yes <laughs> getting like, thick I'm, too. I'm swole now i'm
0: full he's like i'm carb loading i'm <laughs> carb loading
1: <laughs> yes but molly is a hater um and i'm i mean i feel like it's just becoming more and more apparent as like with every episode like she i
0: sincerely dislike molly sincerely
1: i feel like i'd be trying to like molly but she makes it very challenging for me to do so
0: I'm, i sincerely don't. And her 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 bronzer this season is quite orange, and I'm not even a makeup girl like that. It is stressing me out. I was like, well, this looks like 2007. Oh. There's a lot, a lot of orange bronzer here, and she just she gets on my nerves. She's everything about her gets on my nerves. The way she talks to people is crazy. She don't. She just don't know how to interact. She don't know how to communicate. She's shady. I don't know. Molly irritates me. Agreed. I
2: hate to keep talking about violence, but I believe if I was Issa. I would have been just like Trinidad James because you know what I would have did: popped a Molly and been sweating. I would have hit Molly and started sweating from kicking her ass. First of all, first of all, Issa and Molly both are way too judgmental of each other to be friends, and that energy just don't have no space in our friendship. They're whatsoever. poor
1: communicators. Even if they have, what if they have feedback for one mm. another, they just kind of throw insults at each other, and it's not a mm-hmm. way like. I want you to keep it real with me if you have feelings, but don't don't disregard if you have feelings or thoughts about me and my life, but offer mm-hmm. them to me in a way um, that, you, that says that you acknowledge that these are just your thoughts and feelings and opinions. And regardless of what I do, you know what I'm saying? You still love me or you still give a damn about me. You still want me to win. And I think mm-hmm. that that's what's missing in both of the interactions. I feel like more so on Molly, Issa is just mm-hmm. Issa is I think just, it's
0: reactionary.
1: Yes. And I also feel like Issa's character is very much like, oh, I don't know. Like she's just, I can see her mm-hmm. clumsily. It's very reactionary and I don't feel like she is maliciously and intentionally trying to get Molly together more than it's just her kind of, you know. React and
0: I Manchester. don't think Molly is malicious towards Issa, but I do think that she she no, she does. She throws stings. She does. She throws jabs which is not okay in friendship. She throws jabs at Issa and I think Issa's reactions to her and her jabs back are because of a reaction of how Molly treats her.
1: Molly is the kind of friend that only wants to be your friend when they're doing better than you. That's what
0: I was said. Like, that's what I was talking <laughs> about last week. I'm sorry. NeNe Lee. <laughs> mm. Just
1: think we getting there, but what you, you was going to say something. I'm sorry. I cut you off
2: did
3: i i think
1: i did oh, okay um so yes insecure um we gonna see kelly i
0: hope kelly i hope kelly finds what she was looking for this season yeah we love kelly <laughs> we want kelly to find what she's looking for and she's so funny i do okay so the molly and um I what's, to what's have this baby if
1: she gonna have it jesus christ
0: well i hope she has the baby and then she leaves the show what <laughs> um what because <laughs> she's she's i'm ready for her to go she works my nerves what did you feel about the Molly and the uh uh young men <laughs> situation? Young men. <laughs> young man, I don't know his name.
2: <laughs> she went through way too much. That nigga ain't even lit like that. This is what you I, I say. I don't see it. I don't see it. Now that Valentino denim jacket he had on, I'll take mm, it. No, that was <laughs> nice. But as far as like him, you know what I'm saying? Nah, dog, like for what? This whole, uh his jaw shaped like the teacups at uh, <laughs> fucking Disney World. I'm straight. I'm good.
3: I think he's
0: a handsome young man. Mm-hmm. He
1: has his mm-hmm. moments. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: I think, I don't
1: know. I think I'm, I don't, I, I agree. I don't, I'm not invested in him enough to really care about their dynamic. I will say that it, to me, their interactions give desperation. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I think Molly just wants to be chose so bad and she by
2: Susan Boyle
1: And she has been that's who
2: you look like she has,
1: been, she has wanted to be chose for so long I just feel like she's unhappy and unfulfilled and <laughs> I don't know it's hard for me to kind of like I don't know
0: I'm what are, what were your thoughts sis? um I thought that I think that you need to allow people space I thought she pressed too hard when she, he was like I'm not I'm not in the place where I feel like talking about my family it's a bit of a triggering thing for me I felt like she pressed too hard. At that point, you need to respect somebody's space. And when they're ready to open up to you, you let them know the door is open, but you don't press them for it. Yeah. And she was pressing him for it. And I appreciated the fact that he reflected on it and came back later and was like, listen, I know I got in my feelings. I apologize for the way that I reacted. That's a triggering thing for me. I thought that was healthy communication. Yeah. Even after
2: her food was nasty.
1: Listen, that was that gumbo was too salty.
0: It was too salty. And somebody said it on Twitter. They were like, and she needs to stop using Tony's and you slap your mama because <laughs> that's Where part is of the side. The <laughs> too much salt. Too oh, much salt. Yeah. Too much. I got Too much salt. Hey. <laughs> <Ay. laughs>
1: but yes. Um Insecure. I think that's all I have for Insecure. I think that was it. It yeah. was so fast this it was season. Very and this, fast.
0: Oh, and Molly and the coworker.
1: Oh, honey. He's through with her.
0: To, to, what's his name? Torian. Torine? Torian. I Torian. Thought. Torian He is he's he's not really feeling her. I did not understand, though, that when she apologized to him, that was the one time where I said, okay, this is Molly in some straightforward communication. She said what she meant. She wasn't you know, she wasn't shady with it or anything like that. She was like she took accountability. And I don't know what that reaction was with him walking out the room like I'm not I'm not I wouldn't have taken too kindly to that.
1: I think um, Molly be biting enough more than she can chew. Like sometimes she wants to be she wants to be the 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 go-getter, the shark, professionally the person who's just out here. Absolutely. I um, mean she she wants to be like, you know, like Torian, like Torian's the kind of guy who's just like I'm going to do me and all these relationships be damn Molly wants to play that game, but she can't handle it because I don't like. She wants she wants everybody to like her as well. She acknowledged that she went behind his back, and I I think that was that was cool because that was true. But again, you cannot expect people to accept your apology because you're ready to give it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I mean, I ain't feeling that's also that that. there is also that. Yeah, I mean, like you know, it's it's another way, and I also see maybe just because this is how I see Molly. Like I saw this, like her, I think. His acceptance of her or his rejection um, just kind of triggered her rejection issues. It's like, you know, she just wants people to like her, especially guys. So she wouldn't be as bothered. She might not have been as bothered if, if it was a female coworker that she kind of railroaded and ran over um, and mm-hmm. was treating her shady. Um, but the fact that this man is has been, you know, not really feeling her this, you know, she was trying to make that right.
0: Agreed.
2: And it wasn't even worth it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was not a thing. That
0: jacket was, though. That jacket was. It was yeah, the the way he picked that fire. thing up when he stormed at that apartment, that's the first thing I looked at was that jacket.
1: He looks good in his clothes. Um, Speaking of looking good in their clothes, let's head on over to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, <laughs> where we, the <laughs> finale, this, this episode, the finale focused mainly on... uh. Todd and Candy's baby shower for baby blaze Um, and I don't even know really where to start uh, because I think I want to get I know where I want to get to but I'm trying to figure out where I want to begin so okay let's start it seems like Portia has turned um, against Kenya so like up until this point, it seemed like Kenya and Portia were budding like a relationship. They had made their peace since, you know, Portia drug her across that floor. <laughs> and, you know, they connected over having babies around the same time and, you know, had like lunch and dinner and all these other things, you know, throughout the season. And they were making nice. But it seems like after Greece, Portia, um, you know, started seeing Kenya in a different a different light.
2: Uh, I think the Kenya rudeness got a little bit too close to home for Portia when they were at Portia's March of Dimes event. Um, I think that Greece kind of... I, I think that what we saw that kind of impacted um, our perspective was the confessionals related to the Greece trip. And we got a chance to see what Kenya said about Nini and Portia's reconciliation or faux reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that that... I, but I think the real shift... Where Portia just started decided that it was something she had to address in conversation took place at the March of Dimes event when Kenya alluded to, um, you know, uh, speaking with Shamia Morton over the phone about her water breaking or something like that. So that's where all the um, that's where the change took place. I believe in their friendship.
0: Well, okay, so Dustin, you know, you you know that I dabble in and out of the Housewives. Mm-hmm. So, so, so give me a one forty or two eighty or however many characters they give niggas now. Give me a, what's what's happening right now because I know that I don't like Kenya. You know, I don't have no problem with Candy. Portia gets on my nerves. Um, I Eva has seemed useless from what I've seen. So, and I Nene is just evil. So I'm not sure what's going on. Catch me up.
2: Okay, so basically. Eva is here. People feel like... Eve. So I'm going to tell you why you probably have those perspectives. I think that's how I catch you up. Mm-hmm. You probably think that Eva's useless because this is Eva's second season as a peach holder, mm-hmm. third season as a part of this group because her first season she was there as a friend of the cast. Okay. Um, but both seasons that she's been a full-time peach holder she's been pregnant so we haven't had, had a chance to see even okay. really engage in a manner with the ladies where her actions would be memorable or she would have enough of an impact because she's too busy in the conversation. On being in right utero. she's been pregnant so like she couldn't attend the group trip things like that mm-hmm. um now however she is, so there never was really any static between her and anyone um blatantly during the season but all of her drama has taken place off camera, and okay. it spilled its way back onto camera via what? Instagram. So, <laughs>
0: mm, okay. So
2: that's what's up with her. Long story short, to catch you up on the drama between her and Nini. Um, out of the blue, Nene just started speaking really negatively about Eva, of course. suggesting that she be fired, saying things like, she ain't doing nothing but having babies on Bravo's dime, she don't bring nothing to the show, you ain't did nothing all season, now you want to argue with me? Mind you, Eva had never, ever said a word about Nene and her press interviews in a negative light. In fact, she had just finished the interview on the Wendy Williams show, you know, Nene's best friend that... Uh, refuses to film with her will only contribute to the show via a <laughs> phone call, and the camera has to zoom in on the phone where, where it says Wendy Williams, and then she talks on speakerphone. So, what kind of phrase is that? But anyway, um,
1: <laughs> Wendy really don't want no parts, and it's very
2: interesting. She don't. But Eva just did an interview on the Wendy Williams show where Wendy asked her something about Nene, and Eva was overwhelmingly positive in her response and what she in her remarks. Mm-hmm. So this this um negative energy from nini this smoke per se that energies have for eva has just came out of completely out of left field um and it's like she's just latching on to some sort of conflict and so now eva's been eating her ass up in her um press interviews and in her interview with um, ricky smiley and all of her r- most recent interviews didn't she recently Sorry.
1: do candy's um candy Spe- speak on it <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah
2: i had an opportunity
1: to catch that Let's let's scoot on over to Kenya before we do that. Let's talk a little bit about Candy and Todd and their and their uh, drama because I see things on the blogs, uh, air mm-hmm. quotes, about <laughs> about um, you know them kind of navigating this you know rough patch in their relationship as it relates to K- um, Candy wor- working and Todd, um, you know. Thinking that she needs to be more visible and more present with her family, um, do y'all really? Do y'all think? Have you heard, Dustin? Is there any truth to these like rumors that they're not doing well, that they're d- divorcing or divorced or thinking about no, it? No,
2: absolutely not. What happened is Candy, as she's done since she's been on the show, she showed a very personal conversation, actually two. Mm-hmm. Um, very okay. personal conversations between herself and Todd, one one of which took place in front of a therapist, one of which was just her and Todd. And Todd being who he is, he was just completely unfiltered in um, him telling her how he felt about her schedule and her not being around. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I felt like his take was a little unfair. My perspective is a little biased because I keep up with Candy's YouTube channel Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and her and Todd have a series of videos on her channel where they kind of talk about their relationship and talk their way through certain issues and um, kind of share things with the audience in relation to their relationship and I can literally see in these videos, in these conversations, Candy doing the work in their relationship Mm -hmm. to keep things peaceful, to make sure that Todd has an opportunity to have a voice in his, in their relationship to make sure that his feelings are acknowledged, accounted for, uh, Mm -hmm. make sure that she is solution based and, you know, her presence in their marriage. I see it. And then I also see him completely aloof to all of that, Mm -hmm. not doing any work and, and just, I mean, Kia, Jade, like answering questions, um, by by just completely twisting the conversation i've just never seen i can't say i've never seen anything like it because i actually have and that's how i know what it is mm-hmm. but I, it's just he's impossible he's virtually impossible at times so candy i actually applaud her she works hard to remain humble and to remain to keep their partnership even
0: he might have a little bit of a complex does he have a little bit of a complex
2: you know um I'm I'm trying to be good on y'all's here episode cause I I'm trying to be good on this our on
0: our here people. episode, <laughs> but I'm coming up short. <laughs> right. Okay, so he has a teeny bit of a complex that just a little bit. A okay, bit. a short heart. one.
1: How about Mama Joyce not showing up to the to the baby shower?
0: <laughs> that um. Billy Goat Gruff evil <laughs> troll. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can't cross I mean, the meadow and eat no grass.
1: I don't really know that I understand or understood like what the beef was about. Um, like what? What? I thought that Mama Joyce and Ty were doing good, but
2: they are doing okay. good now that the baby has been born. Okay, we've all seen the interviews where Mama Joyce. Has said that you know the baby Blaze is here and she gonna blaze a trail of glory <laughs> in our family, and you know she's been saying all that and she's been getting along with Todd recently. I but it. I guess this was a hiccup they had before, and you know who knows what happened. I think that Todd has got. I think that Todd has gotten quite comfortable in their family as he should. They've been married for quite some time now, and you know it is what it is. But um, I just think Todd's gotten comfortable and kind of has stopped. Being likable and agreeable, almost. It's almost like he's just even like how um, Candy was saying um, on recent episodes and in her videos on her YouTube channel that she was upset with Todd over his treatment of his daughter Kayla. Candy said has said multiple times actually that she feels like Kayla should have more, have more money, have more things, have more benefits from her and Todd's um, wealth. And she said that she doesn't agree with Todd getting upset with his daughter, Kayla, and not talking to her for months or weeks at a time. There's literally been months that they've gone without speaking because they've had a disagreement. Candy also said that that was not going to work with their two little ones, talking about Ace and Blaze. You know, he's not going to be able to just check out of the relationship with them because he's mad at them. That's so, a, and
0: that's a triggering thing. Like you yeah. see how somebody deals with they how they deal with their oldest child. You don't want that for your for your other children, and Mm-mm. you know how a person how a person treats their child speaks a lot about them. I think you know that's what I'm more than
1: fair. I don't think mm-hmm. that I, I agree with candy. I think, and I understand like, you know, I don't know what it's like to be a father, but I do know what it's like to be a daughter. So, um, I think that, and, and I mean, we, we all know, given what we've seen of Todd's relationship with his, with his daughter, like, I don't know the, mm-hmm. that they're, that they've had a lot of time to really cultivate a space of closeness. Um, and I think that there's more that he could do um, if he if he really wanted that, if that was his goal, I, if that was his goal, if that's something that he wanted. But I feel like he really takes this, like, you know, um, tough love. Like, I'm only going to meet her at where I'm going to meet her, not even halfway. Like, I just – and I, I think he could definitely do more, too.
2: And, I, and I'm not even going to give him um... – any benefit of saying that they actually had a short time of getting to know each other. He came into her life. I think when she was five or six years old Mm -hmm. and right, Jade and um, candy has only been in the girl's life for how long, how long her time been married was six years. They've been dating what eight, something like that. Mm -hmm. And did you see in that scene this week when candy was talking to Kayla at the, at their home, candy's way and her manner as she was speaking with her gentle, loving, letting her know like you don't ever have to move, but I know you probably want your own space, and how is New York? You excited? Well, you don't have to be there if you don't like it. You always welcome here. And Kayla's face was bright. She was more alert, alive, and present in that conversation than I think I've ever seen her be on camera on this show. So... Candy is nailing it. She has mm-hmm. she has said in several interviews that she would love... She said that she knows she's Kayla's stepmom. She ain't trying to be her mama. She just wants to work on them having a friendship and mm-hmm. letting her know she loves her. She always mentions her, always Absolutely. includes her. Like, so I blame... I'm with you, Kia. I blame Todd. There's more that he could do, For sure. you know?
0: For sure. Unfortunately, this has been so long that you know, it's hard for people to it's hard for people to come out of terrible habits like that, but I hope yeah. he does. Cause that would be unfortunate if something happened and you know, he felt an immense guilt because he didn't do better with his relationship with his child. Right. He needs to step up to the plate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Y'all are terrible. Okay. So we cover, uh, we cover, uh, Todd and candy. I want to end, I want to end, uh, with Kenya and Nene.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> um,
1: um, because and I mean because the conversation that I saw on my Twitter um, and other like Facebook other places uh, asked the episode what's ending was the debate as to whether or not. Uh, Kenya was in fact uh, provoking Nene and going over there to speak to Shamia when Shamia was either talking absolutely all of absolutely. that but, and um, you know because I mean this is what Kenya does like every episode every season she's picked a person to provoke and that was her job like I feel like that's what Bravo calls her for that's what it says in the memo of her paycheck like this is <laughs> what's like for provoking Nene or for for for, for mm-hmm. getting on Porsche's nerves like um, so. Just like let's just jump right in. Um we all t- we talked about Nini's negativity throughout the season. Um throughout this life. Throughout right. <laughs> um but you know, I did think it was tacky for them to do that at the shower, but I guess where else were they gonna do it? But just like like what are y'all's thoughts? Like l- jump in, let me know. Uh, you know, what what were your reactions, what were your takes as as the finale unfolded.
2: Here's the thing. Love Kenya Moore or hate Kenya Moore. What this conversation is focused on is her interactions with Nene Leaks in their season twelve long disagreement. Right. Okay. What no one's talking about is the fact that all of this stems from Nene's reaction to Kenya Moore showing up at Cynthia's Seagram's Escapes launch party at the end of season eleven. Or yes. excuse me, at the end of yes, at the end of season eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kenya was not even a full-time cast member, nor a friend of the show during season 11. And Nene had such a um, aggressively negative reaction to her presence there, said she was, Kenya was eight months pregnant. Nene said she was going to have a buffalo. Um, She was just saying the monster is here, Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Kenya never had an opportunity to address that, never had an opportunity to do any of that. And once they started filming this season, Nene tried to send Kenya a text message Um, and try to, like, extend a certain, a a, a very um, manipulative type of olive branch toward her. Like, you know, well, we don't have to discuss everything horrible that I've done up until now. I'm going to reach out to you in your time of need, and then I'll be able to use that as um, leverage later on in my, you know, when I defend my character. But unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. Um, Nini, you have to pay for the things that you've done. And Kenya and Nini have yet... To have a a effective conversation about why they are not getting along, it's just been confrontation after confrontation after confrontation. And Nene is unfortunately the big old boy who called wolf (laughs) in this situation, cried wolf in this situation, because you can't choose how people react to you. It's not cool for you to be talking shit about Kenya and treating her like dirt and shit. And then when Kenya, you know, for all that she is and all that she isn't. She don't take Nene's shit. Nope. And so when she showed up on this set, like, girl, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? How dare Nene get mad and feel like somebody owes her ass something, you know, because she's been here since season one. No, nah, bitch. You have to respect people just like everybody else in this group. And no yeah. one owes you anything. You're not entitled to nothing. And And Kenya is not kissing her ass. And so even though there's a lot of things about Kenya that I don't like and don't agree with, the one thing I do is respect her for – not taking no shit off of Nene and not ref- and refusing to kiss Nini's ass mm. So that's how I feel I also think Nini resents Kenya because she's articulate and still with the shit and I think that throws Nini off yeah
0: that's one if- thing I can say from from you know past seasons and things that I have watched and seen as insufferable as Kenya is I think if you sit down and have a uh, just a conversation with her where she doesn't feel like she's being attacked she's able to have, uh, it seems productive and, and cohesive conversations <laughs> that make sense. But I also think that she's low-key evil. So, Wicked. Uh, Wicked. <laughs> but she, she, you know, she got several issues too. So I try to take that into consideration. She, you know, her mother issues and things like that. And I don't think it's ever right to talk about anybody pregnant like that. You don't talk about anybody's unborn child like that.
1: Hurt people, hurt people, and I think that that man, that is demonstrated in a lot of characters or I guess mm-hmm. uh, personalities on this on this particular show. Um, yeah, um, it's not an
3: excuse for it's you. It's not be an, an asshole. excuse, but
1: I do. I, as much as 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 entertained as I have been by Nini in prior seasons. I will say that you know I agree with you, Dustin, and that you cannot just treat people any old kind of way um and you know expect and then and expect people to kind of fall back on this seniority or this like respect for who you are um because mm, of how long you've been um, you it's right. assumed you still owe people the respect yeah. that you think that no, you're she owed. She has an, and she has an nini has been disrespectful and it's interesting because she can uh, be so um she can she can be so repentant and uh mm. and and she can Listen, because I felt like her and Portia having that conversation in Greece was like huge, like for, for both huge. of them to own, you know, like Nene literally sat there and listened to her and owned everyone. I felt like it was honest and transparent. I feel like why if you can do that with with Portia, why can't you do that with Kenya or anybody else? Like it seems like she did see and Cynthia. I mean, all of it. It just seems like she's particular about who she chooses Kia. to open herself up to in that way.
2: Think about that conversation between Portia and Nene in Greece. First, let me say this. The reason that I'm upset with Nene is because I love her on this show. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why she, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off at her mm-hmm. because she's acting up. Mm-hmm. But in that conversation in Greece, did she really take ownership over anything with Portia? Or did she just give a blanket apology and agree to the one thing that Portia specifically requested of her in that conversation? She never once said really like Portia. I was wrong for this, True. this, that. She never gave Porsche opportunity to really itemize things and resolve issue by issue. And sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes that's not necessary. Mm-hmm. But you still should be in a place of humility where you present the other person with that opportunity. And Nini has yet to do that. Agreed. Um Also, on yes, Kenya is hell on wheels, but we can't even... Really, fully take Nini's side in that confrontation because as that's going on, Nini's relationship with damn near everybody else in this group is broken. What about Tanya? It's so funny. She brings up Tanya in her um, arguments against Kenya like, well, you did this to Tanya, right. you did that to Tanya. When last season, Just last year right. at the reunion, <laughs> right. you literally told Tanya verbatim, You're going to have, I ain't never give you no peach. You're going to have to shove that exactly. peach up your pussy.
1: Exactly.
2: And Tanya had literally done nothing to her, it's and what did it. Tanya do? <laughs> Just forgiving her, kept moving, moving forward in good, his, positive spirits, like whatever. She's
1: got, she's got a, a, a nursing job like Jackie, so she's not yeah, a Canadian yeah, like lady.
0: yes
2: yep the canadian lady
0: oh yeah that one episode i saw of the season she seemed nice she's very very nice very pleasant and
2: she
1: gets along with everyone she really wants to get along with everyone which was why i was really upset when kenya was coming for her but that's water under the bridge it
2: was unnecessary yes
1: water under the bridge at this point but um yeah so okay i agree i give you that it was more of a blanket apology and there was no real discussion between portia and nini where nini said hey I did this to you, and I'm sorry. well. Portia itemized the various things that she did that Nini did to hurt her, and Nini owned all of them. So that didn't happen. It was more of an, a blanket apology. Um, but I will say that Nini was willing to shut the fuck up and let Portia talk, which has not happened with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which which is why I think you know, to me, it's interesting. Like you will allow that you allow portia to have that space but you get it from the table every time somebody say something to you don't you that you don't like she got it from the table with marlo candy and you know
2: why kia you know why because portia is a valuable friend to have on that show she's a valuable person to be in good relationship on the show with because she's the fan favorite she's a person who everyone's paying attention to and not only that Portia is quick on her feet. Mm-hmm. She physically and mentally. <laughs> so she, so mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. Portia is a good person to not have to face in confrontation in a reunion setting. True. So Nene was going to do whatever.
0: Chunk. I must have missed a big chunk of this, like l- transition to love for Portia. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, of- <laughs> so It's all right
1: though. We we love we are team Portia now. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, um, I trust you all. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, Okay, so that's Real White Housewives of Atlanta. I'm going to, last two things I'm going to hit are The Last Dance, the MJ documentary, um, and then we're going to talk about uh, uh, Teddy and Babyface. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, okay. Did you guys catch any of the premiere of Michael Jordan's documentary on ESPN last night?
2: I'm I was so gonna... sorry I did not. My big jeans was in the clean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why jeans? It's okay. We don't have to. So what I will say is I appreciate that Michael Jordan sat there with a glass of brown liquor and you know, and brown eyes, and kicks, kick sh- like literally. And I feel like he told the truth, and I'm and really excited to see. And I, what I what I think I'm going to like about it is that you know other um, other people that he played with, like Scotty P- Scotty Pippen was featured very much in the second episode. And next week we're gonna get into Dennis Robbins tea. So um, I think I everybody wait. needs to just pull on up, pull on up to, to ESPN on next Sunday uh, because. Uh, <laughs> I think that, you know, we're learning a lot. We're learning a lot about, you know, the Michael Jackson as he Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan as he came of age, uh, in the eighties and nineties. And, you know, it's just, you know, I just love I just love black people's stuff. I just love to to mm-hmm. get insight into uh, you know, these kind of icons of black American history and culture mm-hmm. and learning their backgrounds, like getting to see his his parents, his his mother still... Oh, her
0: skin! Oh my
1: god, she's still, like, she's, like, not aging. <laughs> she's Bruh, her she's, skin is amazing. Like, Michael Jordan's mother is still out here, like, giving. They said
2: that that's where they got the Jumpman symbol <laughs> from. He was passing his mama her face cream. It's so good. Pass cold <laughs> her cream. cold cream. It's so good,
1: <laughs> but getting to know, like, you know, Scotty Pippen, we got to see his parents and, you know, learn about him and some of his siblings and mm-hmm. just thinking about... Future. All of... Because, <laughs> listen, somebody on Twitter said today that... That Scottie Pippen's face walks so Futures could run, <laughs> and I mean, is he is Future not Scottie Pippen's son? I don't understand how this is not a thing.
0: Because yes, yeah, he also looked like, look like the
2: lady that played one of them lesbians in um, Brewster Place.
3: Please, Ooh. <laughs> please. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I just made, I just
1: want to make, throw some some meatloaf out the window.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> I get to hit that wall with the end of at the ass she end was of the like, hammer. Eggs. I, get to that brick wall.
3: <laughs> I put eggs. I'm ready to in my see. Meatloaf. I only
0: saw the first half of the first episode. I got to go back and finish the second yeah, and then the second episode. I'm excited. It's going to be ten episodes, and
1: I thought I was going to be overwhelmed by that. But watching it last night, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to be able to handle this.
0: Well, I just want to see if he acknowledges and takes accountability for when he when he said fuck them kids, because I
1: think I'm, know.
0: we want I want to see a lot because me and
1: my mother, you know, in our debriefing talk last night, it was interesting that me and Rhonda came to the table. We we came to the function wanting to know the same thing. Like, are we going to hear from Juanita?
0: <laughs> I want to know. Want to is Juanita, Juanita
1: coming on the dock? OK. 'Cause um Juanita was not at all in episode one or two. Um, maybe they're gonna hit us with a
0: really a really good whole Juanita I need, she needs her own, but we'll see. We shall see. She deserves. She does. And he's a t te- he's been a terrible person, so I don't have no problem saying that. Yes, agreed. So
1: let's let's journey on into the land of verses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. um oh. and the weekend uh event that we'd all been waiting for and were sorely disappointed by. Mm. Um, Mm. the Teddy Riley and Babyface battle that was brought to us by Swiss and Timberland on. So first and foremost, (laughs) Instagram. Right.
0: When I logged into Instagram (sighs) at nine o three p.m. Oh man, fully expecting to be thirty seconds into a song. Baby face was nowhere to be found. That was the very first thing that was absolutely hilarious to me They couldn't find a it took
1: It took uh uncle Babyface and uncle Teddy twenty three minutes to figure out sure how to go on live together mm-hmm. yep um, there was exactly not a millennial in the room <laughs> to assist either. Of these men in getting through these technol these technical difficulties, um, but once it was once we did get up and running by nine twenty three, we then had to uh, ne- negotiate and ne- negotiate and, and uh, navigate navigate the worst, the worst. sound. <laughs> 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 I mean, an echo an echo what? from hell. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't know what was happening today first. I was Just like, like <laughs> I was like, oh God,
1: is our sound going <laughs> to hell? What is it? I was like, what would be the odds <laughs> of
0: our sound going to hell? <laughs> when, they, when they posted that beef of Teddy Riley's speech, it was like, this is Teddy Riley. This, this is Teddy
2: Riley.
3: Oh
0: God. Let me tell you, there were so many moments where, I, first of all, Babyface's is shade. It was so rich. It really was smoothest. It was rich. Buttery, rich.
1: wealthy. It was it was timely. Flavorful. It was seasoned. It was mm. it was it mm. was just executed with a level of excellence that we all should aspire to.
0: Um, oh my gosh. Because when well, he told him, Social dis he said, uh he goes, Well no, it's just me and he's like, like, I'm by know, myself, you know. Social distancing. <laughs> I mean he said he said
1: he said I'm by myself. I don't have all of that. I'm social distancing.
0: <laughs> Teddy Riley had he told he said he flew family members out for he flew family members out for it. Okay. he so. had the whole house packed down in with one hundred and fifty niggas in that living room. Listen, right. He had staff. Nobody could figure out the had technology. Staff,
1: he had productions um Staff for like sound and uh, you know had someone running because evidently what 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 has come to light is that um, Teddy (laughs) what
2: happened Kia has come to light has come
1: to light is that Uh Teddy was trying to kill two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. He was not. It wasn't just IG live battle for him. He was trying to record streaming content for this new platform that he's trying to release. So he was going to double dip. so he he they should they, they somebody had took a picture of the setup and the reason mm-hmm. why the phone i mean the sound was bad was that the telephone was literally sitting on the computer like right at the, <laughs> on, the, on the speaker like this it was sitting like this <laughs> and and that is why like literally that is why that the the sound quality was so terrible and that's why because the audio was coming out of the computer mm-hmm. and the phone at the same damn time in the same way What a room.
2: moron. What a moron. And I'm moron. just like
1: these are the two is two of the greatest producers arguably the greatest producers of all time are sitting here and there was not one sound check there was not one rehearsal between the two of them. Um, and yeah. I think
0: it's because I, I fully believe it's because Babyface expected to be sitting in his studio as he was, because, oh, yeah. like every other nigga who has done one of these. Listen,
1: Teddy had fifteen microphones and, and he had a sound st- sound stage and music equipment and he had staff, a dancer. He had a hype oh, man. He had a dancer. And background he had that. And a he had a kango. He had a fedora. <laughs> he had all kinds <laughs> of craziness. Um, but you know, and, and and babyface literally sat there, crossed his feet at the ankle and press play.
3: Yes, he literally. did. Which
1: is what we needed
0: him to do. The only the only thing Babyface did, Kia's Kia's text in our group chat took <laughs> me down. The only fa- thing Babyface did was beat his face before he was. Listen, came. I mean, <laughs> that was literally down brows. <laughs> I mean blood
1: powder for your nerves, Skin. okay? I mean, then he when he went skin. home, he was
2: sitting in front of that same mirror looking like Queen Latifah <laughs> and Bessie because he couldn't believe he had wasted this goddamn time like that. He
1: was like, I know I did not. put, I know I did not. I haven't put on brows in three weeks. And I put my brows on for Teddy to play in my face. Can like you hear this. me? Can you hear me? Can mm-hmm. you hear me? Teddy. Mm-hmm. Teddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you hear it me? It was so irritating. You could tell that he was <laughs> over it.
0: But you know who was more over it? Timberland. Tony. Tony oh. Braxton. Ooh, yes. Tony yes. Braxton won the battle. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Tony Braxton's tweets gave me everything that I needed in life. Tamar, she does too much. Tamar was doing all of that because <laughs> Tony Tamar went on wanted live. Attention. I mean, Tamar went on live and just did the most. Twice. Changed her clothes, changed her, her pajamas, <laughs> was screaming all over the place with her pancake face. I was like, I'm t- I'm tired of you. But Tony tony and them tweets to the last one where she referenced her first tweet about this entire thing and said this did not age age. well
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yes this is how we know that tony and and babyface are real friends because they're oh yes it's just oh yes they're they're in the same league
2: same league of like The and we've seen Babyface make Tony
0: cry before. Yes.
2: We've also seen Babyface make Tony a career before. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Babyface is responsible for her sound, which is responsible for her winning the Best Amen. New Artist Grammy, it's for true. her winning all these awards mm-hmm. and just establishing her. She was one of the voices. When you have Whitney, Mariah, you had Tony, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? These were the, the 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 heavyweights that existed in that space. And so for us to see her being um I guess as vulnerable or open enough to have that sort of a an opinion in those tweets, it was great to see.
0: Nigga, it was and it, gold. It, it
2: it hold more it holds much more weight than somebody who's always having an opinion about something. Always, every time. Every, every
1: day. day. Um but yes, uh so the sound you know, the even with the terrible sound, Babyface and Teddy Riley went round for round. Uh, for a couple of rounds three three rounds (laughs) of which Babyface won each round (laughs) but um well
0: strictly because of the sound
1: strictly because of the sound (laughs) um and then we you know there was uh one of one of the executive producers on 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 teddy's side came in and suggested they start over try to get the sound together somebody finally took the phone off the computer um but even still after that Teddy no longer could hear Babyface, even though the sound was better on our end. They tried to get us to break and pause and come back at ten thirty. Um, no. Babyface went upstairs, took his lashes off, and and, and um when they let put the his live go,
0: on. when they let the live roll, there was a nigga in the background on Teddy Riley's end <laughs> who screamed, "He's not coming back! Face <laughs> yeah. is
1: not coming Face back! Not coming back!" <laughs> That's what they said because they didn't know that I was like, I tweeted, I was like, "Do they know that we can hear them?" Because they were having a straight no. business meeting after uh that they had not ended the live and they were talking about it. and somebody said, like, Y'all, face is not coming back.
0: <laughs> it and- was there was so much gold in the background. It was a white lady who came through who clearly works for Teddy Riley. I could tell by her voice, and she said, If we could just all <laughs> calm down, I need everybody in the background to be quiet. Yes. Nobody needs to be trying to be in the camera. Was she terrible. was talking to the nigga in the Kango. It was so I was it was That was one of the greatest, worst things I've ever experienced in my life. And then Tyrese came through. We can always count oh on him. Oh, my God. We can always count on him for just a just a covering of stupidity. That nigga came through. <laughs> and I don't know. He we, had his we, comments, we, right? <sighs> throw, um, in throw, throw in the towel. Throw in the
1: towel. And then the nigga fixed his black face <laughs> to say he was hacked. <laughs> he was like, that wasn't me. I was hacked.
0: No, Sir, Tyrese. you were all over everybody's live commenting and all of a sudden you Tyrese. were hacked on Tyrese. one comment? Tyrese,
1: nobody's you. When I tell you. you I hate
0: Tyrese so no still, like with a special way. Nobody was hacking you, Tyrese. <laughs> we, you can't spell, nigga. Throw say. in the linoleum. Throw in the <laughs> laminate.
1: <laughs> Throw in the ceramic floor. That's
0: right. <laughs> We don't have time. I hate that nigga. That was a gift though. That was a gift that I needed in my life.
1: I needed it too. You know, last week was a long week for me. The weekend even felt long, but those laughs that I got on Saturday were really a gift. Like it, Mm -hmm. it really blessed me. Um, I was. I, I know that versus has announced that they will be. Uh, there's a rematch scheduled for tonight. I don't think a rematch is ne- necessary. <sighs> Babyface won. So. Babyface. I'm won. watching
2: Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. There you Atlanta. go. Because
1: I just won't. I just feel like we not. We not going. You're not going to get half a million. Y'all had half a million people tuned in, yep. watching your platform. Like imagine. And Teddy, like you and your goatee from 1997. Imagine for
0: Vendetta.
1: <laughs> imagine. Imagine. <laughs> taping content for your own platform where you already got half a million people on this platform like
0: imagine that like imagine like for those who are not gonna chew who who are not gonna tune in i'm sorry sis i cut you off no no
1: no you're good
0: i'm gonna do a teddy riley (laughs) which is a shameless plug i'm going to tell you all if you want a true baby face in teddy riley belly go ahead and listen to the jade (laughs) next episode where we did it a week and a half two weeks prior to when these you know when they did it and you will get everything that you need. We featured songs from both artists. Teddy don't have to worry about anything. You know this nigga released merch afterwards? He had
1: like a whole thing. My thing is like he paid for promo. He had videos. He had a hashtag. He wanted people to dress up and take pictures of themselves and tag him. What y'all wearing? Bobby, Brown, what did. What y- what Bobby Brown did. What y'all wearing to the battle tonight? <laughs> I said Teddy.
2: Doing too much. Teddy, And then he, did, he didn't even realize like, You look stupid and you look old. Like your responses, if anything, take that shit off from the camera frame and get it together. But standing up there, okay, is he in here? Put your hand on your head. head. Okay, well he got to go. He got to pop out to pop back in.
0: You got to go out first and take off that tracksuit.
2: I just Teddy, it's
1: so bad.
0: Jam for me, Teddy. (laughs) You you ruined all of
1: this.
2: You ruined everything. And I just hate it because everybody can be on the same page about something. And one motherfucker will fuck everything up right. every Doing time. Being selfish and stupid. This was much. something that was created to make everybody have some sort of peace, something happy to look forward to, mm-hmm. something to be, to feel good about during a really shitty time for everybody. And you had merch, <laughs> Teddy.
0: And, and wanted niggas and to, wanted pay to pay
1: $10. Wanted us to pay. And
2: a monitor behind you, Teddy. And then, Teddy, you had, I'm going to tell you what really made it such a fool. Did you see the the lights that he had yes. spinning around yes. in the background, like some party yes. city lights yes. behind you? Yes. Did you see the not, spinning
0: record behind him?
2: It's, it literally looked like public access TV.
1: It did. Like, like <laughs> it was really bad like and we it's just we just needed like you said Dustin this was this was all designed for those of us who are captive in our homes like Mm -hmm. we are we are just looking for some community and entertainment and just to enjoy some things as a family and you out here Mm -hmm. trying to make a dollar and it's like sis we don't even like
2: that siren that coming to get you (laughs) Teddy you hear that Oh, that's rena center back for that that's Renaissance. center
1: rena center. So <laughs> <Renna> center is <laughs> coming to get that tv teddy they're coming that they're monitor coming to get all that, that shit listen <laughs> but yes that is all the greatest gift that is all i yeah. had we just where was nia in the grandbaby
0: because i feel like the two of them together could have figured nia out the, was in the comments,
1: like daddy please
2: she
0: was she was, she in was, the was like comments. no
1: headphones <laughs> no mics <laughs> She told Typing
2: <laughs> with one hand and sucking her thumb Listen, with the other. She
1: told Teddy she told she told him to just go get in the car. Just go sit in the car and play the play the music.
0: We don't need Adele got on there throwing shades. Snoop got was. on the thing Everyone talking was. about help. <laughs> 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 Oh, it's so bad. Ooh, everything about it blessed me in so many ways. Yes. But I will not be tuning in for part two. I, I won't I be tuning in. I'll be
1: down
2: there with Mona and them. I can't.
1: Nah, I'm, I'll go listen to a playlist. I'm finished, really. I am. I wish everyone the best. But yes, that is our kitchen table talk. Dustin, we are just, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you coming to join us once again.
2: Thank you so Absolutely. much. I love being here and getting a little bit more grown every time. <laughs> love y'all
0: love you we love you honestly truly all right y'all let's go ahead and get into this honesty box and uh our listener gave herself a student name, which i love is monifa so yeah. that's what we're gonna call her <laughs> she says hello ladies my boyfriend moved in with me a while back due to very complicated situation with a job this was only supposed to be a quick stop until the offer was finalized when a terrible admin mistake happened, he stayed with me until he figured out his next move. He got an amazing job here and we gelled really well, so it just worked. Mm-hmm. My apartment was set up before he moved in. He's been an amazing help since he's been here. He didn't bring much from his old space because we live in a tiny city apartment, but he's attached to some of the things, specifically art. I'm very big on my space themes and colors, et cetera. His choice in art is a bit tacky in my perspective. Uh-huh. Breasts and very amateur... Not that well done style paintings. There are multiple. Kind of don't fit in with the theme. I do want him to feel welcome in this space, but the art is just bad. (laughs) I know this move was already difficult for him, but I host a lot of people pre-pandemic. Thank you. And just random titties is cringy to me. (laughs) Cringe. (laughs) The vibe is really off with these terrible pictures. In addition, I just had to talk him out of putting up a hoop with visible painter's tape showing. Mm -hmm. Like a full discussion. I don't mind the hoop, but my nigga, come on. Mm-hmm. How should I approach this in a more compassionate way? I want him to feel this is his space because he more than pays for it, but maintain the beautiful vibe I've created. Thank you, ladies, for all you do. Monifa.
1: So, okay. I love this. I love this.
0: Um, and I
1: love Monifa um, and her tacky boyfriend. Absolutely. Um <laughs> So I think that this is this is good, right? because of many of us who are navigating relationships have to really kind of think about this compromise thing, right? because it's it's a real thing and it exists. So I don't know. I'm I'm going to defer to Jay because you're the one who are like the champion compromiser in a full- time marriage, but I'm mm. gonna add my little two and a half cents first um, and just you know preface it by saying, I don't really know how to do this either, but I'm trying, <laughs> okay? Um, so mm. I do feel like you know this warrants a conversation, a very candid one, and I think you should explain to him very much like you explain to us your position. You have to own, you know, you know. I'm not trying to 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 say that this is my space and not or or and your or your space, but this is our mm-hmm. space. And since we share this space, there are some concerns that I have. I want to feel comfortable. I want to love things about the shared spaces that we have. Um, and then we can talk about what that looks like in practice and what ways we can find to compromise um, and find some balance, right? But I think that the the quickest fix is to, I I know it's a small city apartment and I live that life, but I think Mm. that there's got to be some way to designate spaces that are his, spaces that are yours, spaces that are y'all's. So, um, I wonder if there might be some way y'all can have, and I know it's hard because, you know, we live in little apartments, but there, um, if, if that's a possibility, I would, that's where I would start finding a wall. Like this is where your titties have to live. If they're going to (laughs) live. This is this is where they have to live. This is where they have to stay. And it's a space where you have to find in yourself like I can deal with them being right here, but they can't be hanging over the TV. Like <laughs> Like I can deal with them. I could deal with them in the bathroom. I could deal with them, you know, in the hallway, but I cannot Mm -hmm. have them, you know, across from our bed. Like, you know, there, there, there are, um, I think that these are conversations that you do. You can have. And that's probably where I would start. I would try to find a small space in the apartment that you could, that, that you would, would not be extraordinarily bothered by him kind of saying, this is your space to post your art. And this is where I'm going to post my art and then the art that we love together, the art that we both get into, that's the art that we can feature in the living room when we are entertaining our guests.
0: Yes. I would actually absolutely agree with Kia. Um, I, <clears throat> I know he's not going to listen to this. Mm. I had a very similar situation. So my husband played basketball in high school and he was very very good. Got all kinds of trophies and was on the news and, you know, he played with a lot of people who went pro, Mm -hmm. but he ended up tearing his um, Achilles. So, you know, one day I go to D.C. for work and I come back home. And this is not too, I think this is like very quickly when we moved into our apartment, but I had to go out of town really fast. So things were not set up. So I came home and um, all of the trophies were in the windowsill. Wow. in the living room and we have north-facing windows very bright huge you walk into the apartment that is the very first thing you 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 see right and the, all I saw was all of those fucking trophies mm-hmm. lined up in my windowsill and I almost lost my mind
3: mm-hmm.
0: well I figured out a compromise so I ended up that's when you know I had ordered a bookshelf a really nice bookshelf for the living room and I said that has to be assembled in this and that. So one day while he was gone, I had the the bookshelf assembled and I kind of set the living room up trying to get things done. And I put the trophies on the top shelf with some plants in front of them. I came back the next time and the trophies were in front of the plants, (laughs) but they were not in my windowsill. Well, in hindsight, when you walk into the living room, that's not the very first thing that you see. And I know he's very proud of those trophies and I'm very proud of, them for, of him for them. Um, but it's true when you're living in a space with somebody, you have to find a way to compromise. And I know this is more of a unique situation because he didn't move into the space that you had already curated for yourself. So I think just like Kia said, having a conversation and kind of figuring out a way to uh, not make him feel shut out or like it's he's not, you know, a part I think the bathroom is a wonderful place for terrible titty pics. (laughs) When you said it, I was like, I was exactly where my mind went. You could do a montage, you know, get some, uh, buy yourself some, some tapestries, get some nice frames for them that match, you know, Get yourself a hanging ivy or something like that, and then just you know titties—the theme of titties in a bathroom and things I like that—that that could parts,
1: work. That's where you, yeah. Listen, I just feel like you can kind of make it a theme, make it um, a theme, and you know you can work with it in a way that you can tolerate, in a way that he Absolutely. won't feel like you're trying to, you know, get, get shut him out. It. So right, so and I think it's it's fair. It's fair, and you, I would even say you know, in, in in the conversation would we'll be like, let's talk about this because if there are things about this apartment that make you um, anxious or you don't like them, or there's things that get on your nerves about my stuff, let me know. Let's let's sit to the table and talk about it like big grown adults, and mm-hmm. you know. And we might be able to like meet if there's something that you like. Like I'll lose one of my pains if you lose the titties. Like like this, we (laughs) can like have a conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, And I think that that's... it's just about compromise. Yeah, totally. And I think it's okay to just acknowledge like we have different tastes. That don't mean that we love each other any less. But there are just things about the the things that you
0: like that I don't love. And that's the- Now, what I would have the conversation about is once all of this is over and if you all choose to move into a bigger space or another space mm-hmm. where you're like, we're going to get something that is the both of ours together, then that's where you should have the conversation now right. and start setting things up so that you're not dealing with those frustrations in the future because you know it's going to happen. This nigga's going to try to come through and purchase a black and brown couch and you're going to lose your mind. Yeah. But if you talk about it ahead of time you know you all might be able to figure out how those compromises can be made whether you get a two-bedroom apartment and that second place is an office or a, or or uh, i hate the word man cave but Mm -hmm. you know whatever like a personal domain for somebody it is Mm -hmm. it is it's just like well what about a lady cave can i have one of those you can have
1: a she shed
0: i can have a she shed (laughs) so i get to go out in the backyard (laughs) but you get to stay in the you house, nigga. She <laughs> but I might want a she shed. That's actually complete seclusion. But anyway, um, yeah, you just got to find a compromise. And, you know, from this, you said it, you said you guys get along well and this has turned out much better than you thought. So I think titty pictures are a very small, yeah. <laughs> very small, yeah, uh, just- small thing to to be irked about. But I also understand wanting your space a certain way. I totally get that. Right. So
1: especially now in the quarantasia.
0: Ooh, especially now because my, my family does not they're not where I am with like <laughs> straightening up the house putting things back they're kind of just in the space where it's like well we in here so you just gotta yeah. deal with it and I'm like no but I don't though you niggas need to clean up behind yourselves because I'm gonna lose my mind and I just those conversations are just important to have so we can keep fluid communication and not have any Portia and Kenya or whoever <laughs> the y'all nini yes. and who no moments
3: by,
1: no <laughs> But yes, we, we hope that was helpful, Monifa. Indeed. Thank you for writing. And um, y'all keep sending questions. Y'all send them all the time and they're really dope and amazing. And we love to read them on the show. So if there's something that Jade and I can, uh, you know, take a stab at, uh, no OJ, um, yeah. you oh. know, <laughs> regarding, you know, whatever questions you might be having about your adult adulting experience, mm-hmm.
3: we would be happy
1: to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so send your, send your uh, honesty box questions to grown podcast at gmail.com.
0: And now we're actually going to skip the black woman self-care this week because it was a bit of a longer episode, but it will be back next week. Don't worry, she's not leaving for good, but we will move along to, this kid, uh, to these petty peeves. Right. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister, because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey.
1: All right, it's time to be petty, and I'm ready. Okay, so... We're all at home under the quarant- quarantine. And uh one thing that I have noticed that has happened to me not once but twice at this point. I'll be sitting here in my very small studio apartment literally just mere feet away from my front door. And uh you know, I will just be in here in silence not have no i have a doorbell i have i have the actual door that people can knock upon if you're trying mm-hmm. if you're on the outside you're trying to get my attention you're trying to p- deliver something say um you know uh, but and, and i've been sitting here in this apartment and i got no knocks no doorbell rings but i'll open my door to take my trash out and there will be you know something on my I door slip. that said that the fedex man has come and i'm just like there's no black ass way in the world that somebody mm-hmm. knocked on this door and i didn't hear it there's just mm-hmm. no man there's just no way. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't understand mm-hmm. that. Um, but uh, that has happened to me twice now because, you know, the front desk in my building is no longer receiving packages, which I totally get. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when I went to answer the door the second time, the, that the when I had to take a step away just a few minutes mm-hmm. ago. I opened the door and was like, you came earlier this morning. And he was like, yeah, but you weren't here. I was like, yes, I was. Uh, uh, um and i was like well did you need a signature and he was like no i said well why the hell didn't you just leave it here the first time (laughs) well i just need to confirm your identity
0: boy put this package down okay put this package down please please just i will grab it with some gloves going about that's why i said i'm
1: not finna take it out your hand so go ahead and drop it on the ground so i can put my gloves
0: on and then come back and get it because what you think this is what do you think this is? That is I've had the same thing too. Two different slips have been on my door and there is literally always someone literally. here. Like the only time we leave is to go to the store like and just it's only, on only the one other of side of
1: the door. Unless you came here at 6 a.m., which I doubt.
0: I, st- I have a very loud obnoxious bell so you can if you'd like
1: I just feel like if you rang the bell at any point there's no way that I would be in here and not hear it I don't care where right. I am this apartment is only 700 square feet ain't no goddamn way in the world I'm not gonna hear it <laughs>
0: But well, did he give you the second package? He, he did.
1: I just, so I, so I went ahead and told him, I said, just leave it out there. And then I had to go get my little glove so I could pick it up and, and bring it back in my house and spray it, oh. spray it down.
0: But yeah. Don't be frustrating. I know. And you know what? I understand that the, de- the, the delivery um, drivers and, and, and whatnot are also part of the essential workers. And they're out here risking themselves as well. I fully, fully understand that. That has nothing to do with it. Just leave the package on the ground. That's it, or ring the bell, but don't say that you came and you left something and I was here the whole time. That's gonna frustrate me. Agreed. Mine is my petty peeve is so 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 simple. Corona thaw Simpson is ruining my everything. All of the little joys that I have in life. Okay. I, w- I went to the store the other day and I just wanted to get a cup of coffee from a from a coffee shop. I just wanted a little latte. Mm-hmm from a coffee shop and I can't I can't even just stop and I understand that's a first world problem I fully acknowledge
1: I miss miss the Starbucks I haven't had a medicine ball in weeks and I'm just like beside myself I don't know what to do
0: I want my rose latte and I can't get my rose latte and I just really want my rose latte now no am I getting ready to protest to go get my rose latte am I getting ready to go out and say you know this is enough let us out the house absolutely not but, you know, there are parts of me that just be like, I just wish I could just stop and get a cup of coffee, but it's not safe. That's it. That's my petty peeve this week. Listen, y'all
1: stay out here. Stay safe. Stay mm. home. <laughs> Stay home Um, and stay clean and stay keeping your teeth brushed. You know, there's I've learned that there's many of you who are not brushing your teeth every day, which is fascinating unto me. (laughs) Listen, okay, because plaque and tartar have not taken any time off since
0: we've been home. They're not on quarantine. And
1: I want you to know that your dentist, your dental hygiene is still of the utmost importance during this time.
3: It is. But yes, is. we
1: want to thank you guys once again for joining us down to the kitchen table to discuss, uh, you know, uh, TV land with Dustin. We want to thank Dustin yes. again for for joining us. We thought that this would just be a, a very light and low key episode mm-hmm. um, since we've all been home watching our respective programs um, and we and it was much for us to discuss. We spent some time with our brother. It was good to see him since I've not seen him in a long time. So thank you all for listening um and continue to do that right because we continue to record okay okay Um, (laughs) okay
0: I know y'all aren't commuting
1: listen and I know it's a struggle because I too am not like you know I'm not on my podcast like I was but I I I do think it's important and I want us to remain um you know consistent because I mean this is this this time with you sis every week is something that I can look forward to. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, So
1: I love to do it. And I love to spend time with you guys. And I love, you know, reading y'all's comments and engaging with you guys um, on Twitter and Instagram and all the other places. Mm So y'all keep loving us. We'll keep loving you. Uh, We'll see y'all next week. We have a special guest next week. We will have Dr. Joy Harden of
3: uh, therapy for black
1: girls will be joining us at the kitchen table. We have been enjoying. We finally figured out how to have guests on the program. So we're going to probably hit y'all over the head with a, with a few, because we have been wanting to have guests on our show for a while, um, we have. seeing that we record remotely. And the Asia has, has, you know, dropped the opportunity in our lap for us to figure that out. So that being said, y'all continue to keep it where you got it. Continue to um, mind the business that pays you. Continue mm. to drink your water and hydrate because you don't have nothing to do but pee all day long. And um, Continue to keep your skin moisturized so that you can look like Michael Jordan's mother in your uh, senior years. sis? or baby face,
0: <laughs> because your black will crack if you do too much and you don't know how to use technology,
1: like Teddy Riley, <laughs> like Teddy By Riley, vehicle. with that Count Dracula goatee. V for Vendetta.
0: Keep counting.
3: Bye, y'all. By.